Welcome to the Mental Health Bible Study Podcast with Tyra E. Rowell. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I don't know what time you coming out here listening to the podcast, so I had to say all of them. So, welcome to the Mental Health Bible Study Podcast, and I'm so excited about being on here and just sharing the good news as well as talking about mental health, emotional health, and life, faith. You know, it's just great to just know more information that can help you on this daily walk called life. Because it is not an easy thing to be in this life, you know, sometimes, because sometimes you just be like, oh my God, what am I here for? But, and then there are days that they really do be gloomy. And then there are days that, you know, it'd be awesome, it'd be great. But you know what? No matter what roller coaster of a ride you may be on, still, it's a great day to be alive. So thank God that we are here and it is a new day because you know how I feel about new days, y'all. It's a new day to do anything that you didn't do yesterday. But know that yesterday is gone. It is over with. You can't even go back and repeat. Baby, it's gone. But today, we can most definitely start over. We can do some new things. So I'm grateful that the Lord mercy is just new and fresh every day. Whatever I didn't do yesterday, guess what? I can do it today. If I did something wrong yesterday, guess what? I can do it. I can correct it today. You see what I'm saying? So perspective can be powerful. I'm just telling you now. Perspective can be powerful. It's all about what you think. It's all about the perspective that you have. Because if I say that today is a good day, then guess what? It's going to be a good day. <laughs> I'm just saying. Because I'm, you know, I'm very intentional about my days. I, I, I be counting them numbers. Because uh, I'm just like, there's so many things going on. So many people ain't making it. And so I can't help but to be grateful to our faith for God. My Lord, thank you, Jesus. It is so phenomenal to just wake up and the first thing you want to say is, Lord, thank you. Because there could be a moment where I wasn't able to. There could be a moment that I'm not going to be able to. You see what I'm saying? So just take today as a gift. Stay in the present. Stay in the moment because it is a gift. It is a blessing. And no matter what situation you may find yourself in, know this, that God sees you. He sees you. And I know sometimes we can feel like we're so alone in certain circumstances that we can feel like we just don't know what to do. We don't know how we're going to make it. But just know this without a shadow of a doubt that God sees you. Just like Hazel was saying, baby, in the Bible, God sees her. You know, her situation is very uh, interesting. But, you know, I know that was back in the day, back then, and the times are different now. But, still, though, 
for her to go through all that, for her to be thrown out, for her to be hated with such a passion, God still sees her. God still saw her. And guess what? No matter what you may be going through, no matter what you may have done, God sees you too. Mm-hmm. You better believe it. Perspective. It's very powerful. Very powerful. You wake up in, in the morning time and you get that epiphany from the Lord that he sees you and he knows you and he got you. Baby, I can't help but to have my day peaceful and joyful and full of love and full of mercy. If anybody around me can't be that, can't be there, can't do that, can't feel that, baby, you need to go. You need to go find someone else to talk to. You need to go find someone else to interact with. Because in this day and time, and knowing that life is so short, baby, I ain't got time for that. I ain't got time for no mess. I ain't got time for people to come in here messing up my peace. Mm. No. No, baby. Mm-mm. Uh, like I say, we do have our ups and downs. Some sometimes life can be a roller coaster. But even in even during the days that are down, even during the days that you just don't know what you're gonna do, guess what? You can still smile. You can still feel peace and love and joy because God got you. David said, the Lord is my shepherd and I lack nothing. That means he ain't lacking love. He ain't lacking joy. He ain't lacking peace. He ain't lacking mercy. He ain't lacking money. He ain't lacking whatever he need is. It's not a lack. Why? Because the Lord is his shepherd. And when the Lord is your shepherd, baby, oh my God, thank you, Jesus. There is nothing you will be worried about. You see what I'm saying? Because you know what a shepherd does. You know that a shepherd is going to take care of you. You know that a shepherd is going to make sure that you're going the right direction. You know that the shepherd is going to come find you when you are lost. And I use the word know because you have to know these things. Because when you know something, baby, nothing can't come and shake you. Can't nothing come against you and be trying to make you think anything else. Because you know. You see what I'm saying? You know without a shadow of a doubt that the Lord is your shepherd. And there is nothing you're going to worry about. Nothing. My God. My God. When I found out what they were talking about, baby, I just could not stop shouting. And I most definitely could not stop shouting when I found out for myself. When I found out for myself who he is to me. My shepherd. Oh Lord, how much. When I found out who he is to me, baby, there was just nothing just gonna come up against me and make me think differently. 
No, ma'am, no, sir. Because I like nothing. Oh, my God. I like absolutely nothing. I walk around here as if I got it, baby. Even when I feel like I don't. Because I know who my shepherd is. <laughs> yes, Lord. I know who he is to me. And I have been through so much to not know. You see what I'm saying? To not know who he is. And because of who he is, baby. Mm-mm-mm. And because that he is faithful. Yes, Lord. And because he loves me so. I'm going to like nothing. I am liking nothing. You see what I'm saying? So the fruit shed can take care of itself. I'm right here in the present. And that's what I want you to do. I want you to stay right here in the present. Don't worry about tomorrow. Don't even think about yesterday or the past. Unless you're looking back on the past and think about all the things that the Lord has done for you. Well, baby, you can do that. But anything that you don't have any control over, leave it to the shepherd. Leave it to him. You ain't got no control over it. So why worry? Why even think about it? Why even entertain? Why even give it any thought, baby? Because you are in a position where you're going to lack nothing. Fusion can take care of itself. Tomorrow can take care of itself, baby. Just think about today. Stay focused on today. Mm-hmm. Focus on today. Stay present. So with that being said, let's get into emotional intelligence. So yes, on the other previous episode, I talk about empathy, which was the third component of emotional intelligence. Let's go to the fourth component. And that is motivation. 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 Driven to meet personal needs and goals rather than being motivated by external rewards like money, fame, and recognition. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about the intrinsic motivation, not extrinsic motivation, because we're talking about the things that motivate you on the inside. That's personal. You know what I'm saying? Personal needs and goals. You're driven to meet those needs. Not fame, not money, not recognition. Because you know the Bible does say, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven. And all these things are going to be added. So, baby, that's an addition. Those things are going to be added to you automatically. They're just going to come. But what needs to, that you really, we really got to focus on is the motivation that's on the inside. Why do we do the things we do? What are we doing the things we do for? And who are we doing these things for as well? Because Colossians 3.23, it says, I said Colossians 3.23, and whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance. For you serve Lord Christ. You see what I'm saying? So whatever you do, do it for the Lord, not for man. Because with man, 
you thinking that all these things are going to come onto you if you do it for man. you thinking that you're going to get all this attention. you thinking that you're going to get all this love. you thinking that you're going to get all this whatever that you think you're going to get from man. But baby, man can disappoint you. Man can make you feel worse. Man can come in and, and just knock it all down whenever they feel like it, whenever they want to, whenever, whatever. They can just sit there and you know, um, elevate you, and the next thing you know, they can sit there and demote you. Man can disappoint. But God, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. The Lord is faithful. Mm-hmm. Whenever he elevates you, you best believe, baby. Stuff gonna be added to you. You didn't even know you had it. Stuff gonna be added to you. You ain't gonna be like, wait a minute, I ain't earned that. But God says these things are added to you. They come automatically, baby. You ain't even thinking about those things. You ain't even thinking about the things that and sometimes we can get to a point where you don't where we don't even think about the needs that we be having because we so focus on delighting in the Lord. And that's in the book of Psalm 2, where it says delight in the Lord. Because when you delight in him, he will give you the desires of your heart. But the thing about that is, is that I'm so, you know, in tune in whatever that I do for God, that if you get to a point of anywhere in your life where you are not even thinking about those needs of yours because you shall focus on making sure that you please in God, not man. Mm-hmm. I tell you, it's just a good feeling when you're delighting in the Lord. Oh, yes, it is. When you delight in Him, honey, you just, oh my God, it's like you just somewhere on the ocean and you can feel the breeze against your face. And you can hear the birds singing. You can hear the ocean just moving in whatever direction that it's going. You know, and you just sitting there with peace and love and, and a care in the world. <laughs> I mean, you're just, not, you're just not thinking about things like that. I mean, you're just only focusing on the Lord, delighting in Him. That's it. Making sure that whatever you do is for him, not for man. Because I'm telling you, man will disappoint you. Family will disappoint you. Spouse will disappoint you. But whatever you do for God, you ain't got to worry about it because God is faithful. He really is. So what is your motivation? Why are you doing the things you do? What are you doing the things for? Are you doing it for God? Or are you doing it for man? I don't know how somebody would say, what does it got to do with emotional intelligence? Because with emotional intelligence, when it comes to motivation, it's all about you. But see, emotional intelligence, I just want you all to know that you are in control of it. Not them. You. You're in control of your emotion but in order to get a handle of your emotions you have to know your motivations you have to understand why you do the things you do because let's say well let, let, let this be an example Cain what was his motivation 
Was he doing it just so that he can get the attention? And then why did he do the things that he did? Why did he kill his brother Abel? That dealt with that came from his motivation. Whether that could have been jealousy, envy, anger, that that still is a reason behind that. That is a motivation. What was the personal need? What was his goal of doing the things that he was doing? You see what I'm saying? If it was all about recognition from whoever, especially when God said, all you got to do is this, then it will be accepted. But Cain still did not deal with those emotions. He still did not examine himself. He still did not check in with his motivation. That's why we're talking about emotional intelligence. That's why motivation is one of those components. You have to know these things. Because the more you know about yourself, the more you can face it. And that will help you to fix it. You can't fix anything if you don't face it. If you won't sit there and just head on and be honest about what it is that you're doing and why you are doing it. Because, hey, everybody has motives, but only one person can read that heart, and that is the Lord. But you know your motivation. You know why you do the things you do. Just be honest. And if there's a, um, a, a need that's not being met, then you have to understand who you are to get to that place where you can go and get those needs met. But you're going to have to figure out what it is that you are doing and why are you doing it. And you can really most definitely go to the Lord with the issue and get the help that you need as far as spiritually is concerned. But if you have some issues and you and you know that you need some professional help, then go see a therapist. And they will help draw it out. It's in the Bible. A therapist will draw out what is inside of you so that you can understand. So I hope you all have a wonderful day on this day. And have a wonderful weekend. And make sure you subscribe to the Mental Health Bible Study Podcast so you don't miss an episode. Okay, y'all? All right. Thank you for tuning in to the Mental Health Bible Study Podcast. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss another episode.